I think that there are times in life for discipline and regimen. There are times in life to be hard on yourself, but there are also times in life for celebration and impulse and spontaneity and pleasure. Because once you've hit a goal, you need to know how to scale back and start incorporating pleasure again, at least until it's time to focus on the next goal. I want to get better at this idea of impulse, but impulse at the right time. Because impulse at the wrong time, like that will kill you. Like, for example, if you sub- impulsively like submit a piece of work before you take the time to review it, or you could be like talking to a senior partner or a client or like somebody super important in a professional setting. And if you say the first thing impulsively that comes into your mind before thinking about it, also bad. Like that could, you know, pardon my friends, like get you into a lot of shit. So in professional situations, I think that you can be impulsive, but that is impulse at the wrong time. And in that case, it's really just a way of saying like, it's you being lazy. Instead of thinking something through, you're doing or saying the first thing that comes to mind because you're rushed and you want to be done with it. So you're taking the quick decision over the good decision. It's like a bad kind of impulsive. But that's not what I'm talking about. Like then on the other side of things, there is impulse at the right time. And that is what we call spontaneity. And I think that that is an underrated skill that makes life so much more fun and free flowing. And it's something that I want to get better at because I have not always been good at it. Like I want to get better at letting go into impulse at the right time, because that's what I think will make life worth living. And it's not something that I have always been good at. I've never had a problem with discipline. Like even when I was younger, I was very, very good at following rules, even too much. And the funny thing was, it's not even about following like rules that other people set for me that I'm probably less good at, but I was always good at following rules that I set for myself. And if you think about what discipline is, like if you break it down, that's what discipline is. It is following the rules that you set for yourself, keeping the promises that you make to yourself. That's never a problem. Like I was always hyper-disciplined when it came to school. And then I was hyper-disciplined when it came to health and fitness. And then it was productivity. I used to literally feel guilty for doing things that were not, quote, productive or not contributing to my goals. Like there was very little space in my life for guilty pleasures or doing things that were unproductive just for the sake of it or eating unhealthy foods or just like fucking around for the sake of making the memory because I was so disciplined and like tunnel vision focused on the goals that I wanted to achieve. Like it was eyes on the prize and anything else that fell outside of that was unimportant. And that is amazing. And it's great at some points in your life. And for some people, like that is great for people who lack discipline and we're at a time in your life when you were working very importantly towards a goal you need to hit. But now I feel like my goals have changed. Now I know that I can turn on discipline when I need it, which means the more interesting challenge maybe is actually showing myself that I can turn on spontaneity and impulse as like a not exactly comparable, but I still think it's like an opposite skill that requires a different kind of thinking. And I want to be better at leaning into that and leaning into guilty pleasure and doing things just because they make my life more enjoyable and not necessarily because they contribute to some concrete goal. I think that there are times in life for discipline and regimen. There are times in life to be hard on yourself, but there are also times in life for celebration and impulse and spontaneity and pleasure. Because once you've hit a goal, 
you need to know how to scale back and start incorporating pleasure again, at least until it's time to focus on the next goal. One thing I'm grateful for is that I've noticed that I'm selectively impulsive. For example, like travel is a category where I have always been impulsive and spontaneous. I do not attach a very high level of importance to planning travel in advance. Like it's not a huge deal. Going on a trip or booking something like is not a very big deal to me. Even moving to a new country doesn't feel like a huge deal. I see it as fluid. And I think that that's probably largely because of how I grew up. Like the way that my parents raised me was very much normalized, like jutting around to other parts of the world and moving around. Like if I was curious about a different country or a different language, they would just say like, okay, go. So I lived in France alone when I was 16 years old because I wanted to perfect my French and also because I have a sweet spot for like French bakeries. But it wasn't a huge deal like because I was so young when I would just kind of go off and live in different parts of the world for a few months at a time and go even on trips with my parents and see other parts of the world very, very frequently. Growing up, traveling was never a big deal. And I'm grateful for that because the result of that now at 23 If an opportunity presents itself, I will get on a flight or even move somewhere else without overthinking it, without thinking about it twice. That's the entire reason I now live in this country and have this job is because when I got the offer, I was more excited about the offer to go live and work somewhere new than to stay where I was living at the time. It's the same reason now that I'm living by myself and operating off of my own income, probably my biggest line item that I spend money on is travel. And that is the best thing. Like the one thing that I never regret spending money on. Like some people I noticed for them to go on a trip, they have to plan it months in advance and they toy about it for so long about whether it's worth the money and how they should plan it and where they should go and what they should do. And they plan out like their itinerary from like 9am to 5pm every single day. But thinking about it so much, it feels like you're like holding on, you're like suffocating the decision. And I actually think that that makes the experience less fun. Like when there's too much planning and thinking around it, you end up with this pressure on the trip to make it worthwhile because you spent your entire year waiting for the thing. Like I would rather just get on a flight tomorrow to Dubai and mess around for a few days and then come back and not overthink it. Money comes and goes. Never in your life will you regret spending money on a trip or an experience that results in crazy memories or opens your eyes to a new way of life or just that brings you fun. Like that is what makes life worth living. That's a big contrast to other areas of my life. Like if travel is the one bucket where I am good at spontaneity, there are probably 10 other buckets of my life where I want to get better at it. Like when it comes to the more important decisions, I take my time thinking about it for quite a while and strategizing about it and thinking about what is best for my life. But there are also like examples of less major decisions or or smaller buckets where I want to purposely be more impulsive because opening up to spontaneity or to impulse at the right time has shown me that I want to open up to it to make it something that I practice in parts of my life other than just traveling like love for example social experiences even food like that's a crazy example but I used to so rigidly follow rules about what I should or shouldn't eat and what time and how often I should go to the gym etc like I'm trying to teach myself to be more comfortable with eating and exercising and treating my body intuitively Maybe in that situation, like the words intuition and impulse, I use kind of interchangeably because the goal is like being okay with spontaneously saying yes to going to get ice cream with a friend or skipping the gym in the morning to go get coffee and almond croissants. Like being okay with 
stepping away from the regimen or breaking one of your quote-unquote rules in exchange for the memory. Because even though at some point in life, let's say you're working towards a physical goal, you're trying to get your health in order, then maybe following the rule will do you more good. But at other parts in your life, I, for example, am perfectly healthy. I'm in good shape. I'm happy with what I look like and how I feel. So in that case, like saying, breaking the rule and saying yes to the memory is probably actually the thing that will do me more good. And I love that this whole like soft girl thing has become a bit more popular on the internet on these like inspo pages for women. I don't know what it's like for men because self-development content for women and men on the internet is very different. Like it's two very different worlds. More men probably need to be harder on themselves But I think that more women need to be softer on themselves. Because again, going back to that whole discipline thing, once you know that you can practice discipline, if you are already a disciplined type A high achieving person, which I suspect a lot of you guys listening are, because like I know the profile of my listener, you guys are high achieving corporate careers, girl boss, into health and fitness, et cetera, like can name all of the things. Sometimes actually what is more beneficial, and like this has been true to me is letting yourself be softer and being okay with like not following the rules and being productive all the time just for the sake of like making your life a little bit more fun because there is such a thing as too much discipline where you lose the ability to live life freely If you find any kind of value in this episode, send it to your best friend, send it to your mom, share it with anybody. One step further that would help me a ton is if you leave a rating and review on the pod. That makes a huge difference. The main way that podcasts grow on platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts is through ratings and reviews. That's what like gets the algorithm to push it to more people. So if you can take literally 30 seconds to write a review, I don't care what you say, like just tell me what your favorite episode is any kind of feedback you want to leave, stuff you want to hear from me or guests that you want to have on the podcast, let me know. I promise I read all of them and I would be super grateful.